There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode of Pit Panther Rants and Other Sports Friends Podcast is brought to you by the Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide hates you know, lifts all boats. Go check them out online on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, you know, sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Welcome into our Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. What has your host... Brought to you by the Sports Drink. Happy Friday to you guys. I don't have much really to talk about because not much has really been happening. You know, Pitt takes on Georgia Tech this weekend. A lot of weird things happening. This could be one of those weird, you know, it's October's coming tomorrow. So we're looking at probably a weird weekend of college football. Because October's where all the weird shit happens. Now, um, obviously you guys know Jeff Collins, he got fired and, you know, I try to, uh, in terms of betting, you gotta be leery about, um, about these kind of games, especially how teams react after a coaching change. I mean, except of course, if you're, um, well, Except for Nebraska, I did say, you know, Nebraska played better, probably without a coaching change, and, you know, Oklahoma just kicked, kicked the crap out of them. Now, looking at the overall thing, you know, Georgia Tech last week, they lost to South Central Florida 27-10, and they're 1-3. They're averaging 14 points a game, almost, allowing almost 32 points a game, you know, they're one8 Offensively, they're not all, they're not all that great. I mean, they're averaging 311 yards per game, which by college standards is pretty pretty shitty. 183 yards passing, 126 um, rushing. Defensively, of course, they're averaging 400 over 400 yards a game. They're allowing 200 in the air, 209 rushing, and I think. Um, they're playing down in, down in Atlanta, so they're going to be dealing with, you know, probably the after effects of the hurricane, probably lots of rain. And since, you know, Tech really can't, can't run, the, you know, they can't defend the run, I think Pitt will, be, uh, Pitt will do fine that in that instance. They'll, uh, if Ronnie Hamm, it doesn't, I mean, it depends on if Ronnie Hammond's back or not, but. They're going to have Izzy, Vincent Davis, and Sebo, so I think they'll be, they'll be just fine in that, you know, in that regard. And I think the line in this game is minus 22 pit. Initially when I recorded, I thought Tech would cover this. They still might. Pitt has the knack for giving up big plays. 
Over under this is forty nine. I don't know with the rain and stuff. I think this goes under. Well, I, well, I think that. I think I told. I thought the you know, the pick game would go under last week, and of course that was miser- That was a bad, miserable prediction. But hmm, I don't know about this one. This is a tough one. And Jeff Sims, the quarterback, he's been pretty underwhelming for the most part. He does take a lot of sacks. So I mean, he's a very mobile quarterback. But uh, yeah, I don't know about this one. This is this is pretty this is pretty tough one. Uh, Pitt will basically have to keep him contained in the pocket because he likes to scramble, which I'm sure they will. I like to see you know I like to see Pitt do some more with the passing game, but I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Jared Wayne still out. We know what Jared Wayne can do, but we need to see what these other guys can do exactly do. I think Kanata Mumfield, I think, is on the verge of breaking out. I'm not sure if this will be a breakout game for him, but I think he's starting to get a little bit more comfortable playing in the offense now. You know, him and Bob Means had some catches last week. You know, they were on the stat sheet. But, I mean, the yards wasn't there, but they were catching balls. But uh, I just don't see with the rain stuff. I don't see Pitt covering. I mean, it's it's a t- I mean, a t- t- last 22 is a, two is a lot, especially if it's raining. So I don't see that, you know. I think Pitt just runs the ball. They just play ball control. And with the rain and stuff, they get the hell out of there. That's Pretty much all I can really say about that game, really. I mean, there's it's, there's not much to talk about. It's Georgia Tech. I mean, defense. I mean, offensively they suck. Defensively they're not. You know, they're, they're not any better. Pitt, on the other hand, is averaging over four yards in total offense, two thirty-seven passing, way one rushing. I mean, obviously, I'm not sure what they averaged. I forget what they averaged last year, but. I'm sure it was more than that. Well, I mean, I, th- I think probably I think the pass numbers I'm sure were, were up because Kenny threw the ball a lot. But the you know running game, I mean, it's crazy because we've 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 given up so many plays on the ground, but we're averaging total of ninety eight point five yards rushing a game. Passing, you know, two twenty three. That's going to be an obvious one. I mean, Tech's obviously going to. You know they're they're gonna do what other teams do. They're gonna throw the ball downfield and, and challenge our defensive backs. That's how how it is. That's how it is with Nordizzi's um Nordizzi's defense. So I'm going with Georgia Tech plus twenty two. And let's take a rest of, look at the look at the rest of the ACC. Uh, Wake Forest and Florida State. FSU's getting. Oh come on! Well, this this line was um. Was minus seven yesterday. Now it's minus six and a half. I like Wake plus six and a half still. I just don't, you know, I don't think you know Florida State beat LSU and LSU was really you know was breaking a new offense and everything. I just you know, I th- you know I just I'm just not con- Florida State just not convincing to me. I mean I mean I'm sure they'll make a bowl game this year, but that's about it really. I don't think they're back-back. 
Virginia Tech, North Carolina. I like North Carolina minus nine. Um, I like the over 54 and a half. I think North Carolina doesn't play defense, but they score a lot of points. And I just don't think Virginia Tech's going to be able to keep up with them. You know, Tech has a bad, Tech's offense is lethargic. So, yeah. Syracuse and Wagner. Syracuse should win that one easily. They're going to go to 5-0. and uh, NC State and Clemson. Clemson last six and a half. I like that one. Uh, I know NC State beat them last year, but this is a different Clemson team. And, yeah, I mean, of course, Clemson sucked last year. I mean, they were good, but they offensively they were bad. And I think this game, if I remember correctly, this game went to overtime as well. So, yeah, I like Clemson minus six and a half. Virginia and Duke, Duke minus two and a half. I like UV with a plus two and a half. Like I said, it's I think they're gonna you know UV is gonna break out in this game. I'm just not you know, I just think with Brennan Armstrong, I I'm seeing like a a leap from you know it, it just it just feels like Tyler Palka from 2005 to 2006 when he. Or 2004, 2005, when he went from Walt Harris's West Coast offense to um, Matt Cavanaugh's pro style. That's why I feel like that's you know, that's pretty much what he's. I, I think you know he's going go. That's the you know the transition he's dealing with is that. And if we look at the rest of the top twenty-five, Washington and UCLA. UCLA four no, I like Wazoo. I like the Wazoo minus two and a half. I like the Wazoo with the minus two and a half. Let's see who else we got. Michigan Iowa Michigan minus ten and a half against Iowa. Yeah, I like Michigan minus ten and a half too. Iowa just Iowa's three and one, but they you know you gotta score points in this league. Kentucky and Ole Miss. Kentucky minus Ole Miss minus seven point favorites in this one. Their fourteenth rank against Kentucky. Mm, with Will Levis, I'm thinking I'm going to take Kentucky with a plus seven. Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Oklahoma and TCU, Oklahoma minus six at TCU. Uh, this isn't basketball, so I'm gonna take I'm, I'm taking Oklahoma with the minus six. You know, if it was just basketball, Jamie Dixon's coaching, I'm probably taking TCU with a plus six. Now Minnesota, they're at four and zero in the Big Ten. They're playing Purdue. Minnesota getting minus 12. Who have they played so far? Because that's a good measuring stick. Okay, they, they destroyed Michigan State. And, of course, Michigan State really hasn't been, you know, 
I thought they looked good, but they lost to Wazoo. They lost to Minnesota. They're playing now Purdue. Now Minnesota Purdue are playing. Minnesota is a minus twelve. It's a tough one. But who has Purdue played? Uh, they almost lost to Penn State. They lost a, lost a heartbreaker to Syracuse. Yeah, I would take Minnesota minus twelve. Let's see, Texas Tech and Kansas State. Kansas State's twenty fifth ranked, playing Texas Tech. KSU's getting minus seven and a half. Who is Texas? Well, they, yeah, I'm gonna take Kansas. Kansas minus seven, because. Texas Tech is coming off that big emotional win over Texas. So, yeah. I definitely like Utah minus 10.5 over Oregon State. Oregon State has a great defense. The over under this is 54.5. I'm taking under 54.5 because it's going to be more of a defensive game. Both teams play defense, but Oregon State can't score. Alabama and Arkansas, the big SEC game of the of the day, you know the you know the weekend. So how's it Bama been since that whole debacle at Texas? They've destroyed everyone they've seen. They're gonna play Arkansas. Who hmm. I'm taking Arkansas with a plus 17. Because we saw what happened when Alabama was challenged this past year. This, you know, not past year. Not a few weeks ago against Texas. It's at Arkansas. I like Arkansas plus 17. Northwestern Penn State. I like Northwestern with a plus 25. Penn State's obviously going to win this game, but Northwestern's been having issues putting a full game together. They're turning the ball over. I mean, they they can play offense. It's just they got a whole lot of, lot, of, lot of lapses going on. But I think this is the game where they put it together. And sometimes, usually Northwestern will give Penn State a hard time. You know, with Pat, with Pat Chambers, coaching against him is a marathon. And he's got to stretch every last minute or second out. I like Texas A&M over Mississippi State. Yeah. You know, just, you know. Yeah, they're going to do... Um, Mississippi State's getting minus four, but I like, I, can, I like Texas A&M plus four. USC and Arizona State. Yeah, I like USC minus 25 and a half. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna knock... They're going to beat the crap out of Arizona State. Stanford, Oregon. I like Stanford with a plus 17. Yeah. Now it's also a good time to be a Pitt Panther fan. Is Pitt's currently ranked in football, men's soccer, women's soccer, and volleyball. You can't go wrong there. Maybe we can get a ranking in basketball this year. You know, if we're lucky. You know, or maybe just win some more games this year. It's wishful thinking. I mean, Jeff Capel supposedly feels good about his team this year, but. Yeah, well, you gotta take the floor and play, but still, a lot to feel good about here, guys. I mean, if you're a Pitt fan, 
you know, it used to be we worried about football and basketball, but now when you play in the ACC, it's more than just football and basketball. It's all the Olympic sports. We actually care more about our overall athletic program now than we ever did. Because we played in the Big East, it was... I mean, we uh, were we were really more concerned about, you know, basketball, football. That was our big concern. Sometimes women's basketball was, you know, we you know, we were concerned about wrestling as well. But now we're seeing more of this. I mean, I want you know, at one time the ba- you know baseball team gave us the baseball team gave us some hope in the Big East sometimes, but you know, not as much. And of course, you have women's women's softball had a little run, and you know now I'm not sure what they're doing now, but still, overall, it's a lot to feel good about. It's good to have you know, it's good to have a good overall sports pro, you know, you know it's all around you know sports having a great sports program. Whether it's, I guess I can say all around sports, not just you know your your big revenue sports all around, track and field. I can't forget them. But anyways, guys, this is going to be a short podcast because I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. It's been a boring week. Hell to pit. Talk to you later.